Guys, SaaS Open is our next big event in New York City, March 16th and 17th. We'll have a thousand SaaS leaders all sharing how they built their companies. Our keynotes are Henry Shuck, Marie Martins from Tally.SAO, Serby from Symbol, Christopher of DocHub, who had a big exit. Again, hundreds of speakers, a thousand plus attendees. And we've got folks bringing their entire executive teams because we have stages for founders, heads of product, head of finance and BD, CMOs and CROs, and then a people in HR stage. It's going to be special. Prices are increasing every week, so you don't want to wait. Go to sasopen.com right now to see what the ticket price is and lock in your spot today. Again, that's sasopen.com, March 16th and 17th in New York City. Tickets are almost sold out. You are listening to Conversations with Nathan Latka, where I sit down and interview the top SaaS founders, like Eric Wan from Zoom. If you'd like to subscribe, go to gitlatka.com. We've published thousands of these interviews, and if you want to sort through them quickly by revenue or churn, CAC, valuation, or other metrics, the easiest way to do that is to go to gitlatka.com and use our filtering tool. It's like a big Excel sheet for all of these podcast interviews. Check it out right now at gitlatka.com. Guys, he's 23 years old. He's got a 25,000 bucks of revenue last year. His first company launched it, started out as an agency and said, you know, I like recurring revenue better. So he launched a software company that helps you with robotic process automation, especially clients like e-commerce clients that get hundreds of emails or, or messages on WhatsApp. He helps you automate those. Hoping to double revenue this year. Four customers today pay 50 bucks a month for that RPA to which he's hoping to scale. Hey, folks, my guest today is Hector Jimenez. He helped grow a startup from 50K in USD to 500K in annual revenue in 12 months. He's an agency owner helping startups increase revenue through growth marketing and robotic process automation. The company is called QSEC.com. Hector, are you ready to take us to the top? Yeah, I'm ready. All right. So just to be clear, you are making money on an agency model right now, or are you building any internal software? Um, no, we currently have two models. The first one is the agency and the second one is robotic process automation, which we sell as a subscription model. But this new branch is basically like 10% of our revenue and 90% comes from agency clients. Yep. Yeah. Well, great SaaS companies always start with, I mean, usually start with an agency. So you're 90% agency, 10% SaaS today. Tell us what folks are paying you for. Give us an example of a customer. Sure. For example, um, we have clients who have a community on social media, say TikTok or Instagram, but they're having problems monetizing, right? So maybe they have a course academy and they have a community, but their hands are filled with a bunch of WhatsApp messages and they're not doing email marketing uh, neither, right? So what we do in QSIC is that we help them um, see like the data that comes to their website and to optimize um, their, their flows basically. So to give you a very clear example, Last year, we worked with a client who was receiving around 500 WhatsApp messages per day. And the CEO was just overwhelmed with that. So we built a WhatsApp chatbot. And in that way, we helped them like go from 200 users to 1,200 users in two months. We also did Facebook ads for them. So that's basically what we do. We're basically a marketing agency, but we what we like to do with our clients is follow up weekly. So on a weekly basis, we analyze all the metrics going from top of the funnel, uh, name, social media, uh, reach, uh, engagement, all the way to the bottom, like retention metrics. So how many people churned, how many people um, renewed their subscription, 
And yeah, I guess in a nutshell, that's what we do. Uh, and so Hector, understanding that, how much revenue did you do on the agency side in 2022? Uh, in 2022, for me, I did 25K. It's my first year. And it was 25K US dollars. So 25,000 bucks last year. Uh, that was, and that was the, that's the first year you'd launched the agency? True. Yes. When did you start writing code to launch the RPA business? Uh, to be honest, I don't do the RPA part. Uh, my, my business partner does it. He is, he's not even a coder um, formally. He, he's taking some courses online. And he uses UiPath. So uh, I focus more on like bringing, like with the clients that I have, uh, I see the problems they have regarding manual processes. Like for instance, we have a marketing agency that used to lose, to invest around one hour of time per week uh, creating their marketing report. So a lot of copying and pasting from Facebook to your PowerPoint presentation from Google Analytics to Canva, you name it. And what we did was that with my business partner, um, I brought the client and he basically builds the infrastructure code to automate that Do you that guys process. split equity? You split it 50-50 or what? Yeah. The RPA part, we do 50-50. I guess I, I, I'm getting confused. So there's an agency, you're doing some, you say your clients and you say he does RPA, and but you say co-founder, but you're not really co-founders. Like, What's the structure here? Is there one company that's split 50-50 and you bring on new clients and he does RPA work? So the company is split in two parts. We have the agency side where it's basically 100% equity for me. And then okay. we have the RPA side. The RPA side is split 50-50 between uh, this business partner and me. I see. Okay, that makes sense. So how much did you guys do on the RPA side last year? On the RPA, really not a lot. Like We currently have a monthly recurring revenue of around uh, $200, $200 okay. per month with uh, four clients. So what we're going for, yeah. Because what we're going for right now is basically a low-cost model. Because what we notice is that here in Mexico, uh, a lot of the companies that do RPA, they usually charge a very high initial fee for the development of the automation. But what we want to do is more, more like uh, win money long-term. So basically, our business is retaining clients um, at a low cost. Uh, and basically, that's the, that's the business model. How do you, so what's the plan for this year? What do you want to grow revenue to? Um, in the agency side, we want to get to, let me translate it to, um, to dollars because I have it very clear in Mexican pesos. But this year we want to close at, uh, basically we want to double our revenue from last year, which if it was, give me a second. So... We want to reach 50K this year for the agency side and for RPA, uh, 50K this year. And for the RPA side, we want to reach at least 100K in Mexico and pesos, 100K. But Hector, how do you, I mean, look, you look like a young guy. These are the best years of your life. You have the most energy. You can hustle the hardest. You can sleep the least. Um, <laughs> you know, everyone has to start at 10K a month in revenue. So I'm not giving you a hard time for that. But like, these do not seem like ambitious goals. I mean, how do you go from 25K to how do you get to half a million in revenue in a year? Uh, I'm sorry, I didn't understand the question. This is not a, this. Why do you get excited about going from 25,000 a year in revenue to 50,000 a year in revenue? I mean, why, why not set, why not go after and go build a million, half a million a year business or million dollar a year business and challenge yourself to think about how you would get to that? Yeah, you, I think that would be a, a more interesting approach, probably. Yeah. 
Well, I mean, but don't just agree with me. You've chosen to go a different route. So why didn't you, I mean, why are you choosing to not be aggressive? Uh, the thing is like, I've tried to, I, I've had a lot of trouble with the part of delegation. So I think that that's something that's more like personal, like limiting belief that I have to break, which I'm working on. So yeah, basically, I guess that's, that's basically the, like the root of why I haven't been more aggressive. Like I really want to, um, have higher goals, but yeah, basically that's what's been holding me back, but it's something I'm working on. Well, it seems like you have a high degree of empathy. So take us through a story where you try to de delegate something, it didn't work, and now you're nervous to do it again. Yeah. So basically last year, um, as, as you said in the introduction, we helped a client go from selling, um, like it was 1 million of 1 million pesos a month, which is 5k, 5k dollars to 500k so it's, it was basically a 10x 10x growth right and the thing that happened was that we got so into the operation of the business that i basically left the like the acquisition side uh i forgot about it i forgot acquiring new clients because i didn't delegate correctly so yeah that's basically that was what happened last year we had very good results with our clients but i kind of uh, forgot about acquiring new clients. So yeah, that was my my main setback. I mean, if you help the customer go from 5k to 500k or 50k a month in revenue, and you're only making like, I mean, you're making nothing. Um, are you scared to ask people to pay you? Yeah, I think that would be that's the that's something that I've been dealing with, like how to charge more. Definitely. Just look into the, your camera right now and say, Nathan, the price is $10,000 per month. That's what you owe me. Okay, ready? Go. Nathan, the price is $10,000 per month. That's what you owe me. Perfect. See, I did. I had to do this early on in my career. I'm like, man, it's so nerve wracking asking for someone to pay me 10 grand a month. I've never made that. This is, you know, 10, 10 years ago. Then you look yeah. in the mirror, you do it over and over. And once you can say it with confidence, and then you say it on the phone to a prospect or on a Zoom call, then they believe you. Because you say it was so much authority, and before you know it, you've got a Freshworks, you know, invoice coming into your bank or a wire coming in for you know fifty thousand dollar year annual contract, and boom, you're off to the races. <laughs> Great. Um, how did you come up with your pricing structure today? So basically, at the beginning, since it's been a year, it's been a lot of trial and error, right? And basically, what we did at first was uh, we charged a low ticket, and but where our where we won was the commission part and that kind of worked but as, as i told you like last year it wasn't sustainable because since we had so much skin in the game because like the real money was in making our client grow uh we started to invest a lot of time growing the client instead of growing the agency and basically our pricing structure um I guess it's not really clear. We basically try to negotiate with the client um, a price that seems fair. And I think that's also why I'm not charging as much as I would like to. So you would tell a customer, hey, we get to keep 5% of whatever new revenue we drive you. We're not going to charge you an upfront fee. N not that extreme, but we do a really low, like, for instance, right now, the average uh, ticket price is like... I guess 500 yeah 500 dollars a month and we get like a five percent uh commission fee on additional revenue and then it's just so hard though every month you're having to debate with your clients if you drove new revenue or not and then you have to go chase the, and calculate the five percent and chase it right 
Um, it, it's it's not that hard to calculate it because fortunately we have like uh, we track everything. So everything we do, like email marketing and everything, we have the the links to track traffic and and revenue from that. But well, sure. But like, you send out you send out an email blast and you drive ten thousand new dollars of revenue for a, one of your customers, and they say, "Well, yeah, Hector, you wrote the email, but." We did all the work on the landing page. We did all the work on calls to close the leads. Like, no, we're not giving you credit for the full 10,000 of sales. I mean, I imagine you debate that stuff all the time. Yeah. Fortunately, um, that that has not been a problem so far. Interesting. Well, I'm bringing it up because it doesn't seem like you have $25,000 in total revenue for the year. Uh, like, you can't build a, a empire around that, right? So, whether it's working or not, like the the the, 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 the proof is in the pudding here. Um, I just, I've, I've known a lot of founders who start off trying to charge a percent of upside they drive, and you just end up in endless debates about attribution. Um, so, look, we'll see where you pivot over the next year. Uh, I hope you obviously grow. I hope the RPA business also takes off. But for now, we're out of time. Let's wrap up here with the famous five. Number one, favorite book. Favorite book, The Cold Start Problem by, um, what's his name? The ex-chief of growth. Oh, Andrew Chen, ex-chief of growth of Uber. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying? Um, I wouldn't say a CEO, but what's his name? Peter Levels. Peter Levels, uh, indie hacker. He's ba- He basically has like eight startups. Um, I highly recommend following him. Number three, what's your favorite online tool for building QSEC? Uh, I would say Sapier and Carth.co. Number four, how many hours of sleep do you get every night? Between five and seven. And what's your situation? Married, single, kids? Single. Okay. And how old are you? I'm 23. 23. Last question. Something you wish you knew when you were 20. Um. I wish I knew about growth hacking back then. Definitely growth hacking. Guys, he's 23 years old. He's got a 25,000 bucks of revenue last year. His first company launched it, started out as an agency and said, you know, I like recurring revenue better. So he launched a software company that helps you with robotic process automation, especially clients like e-commerce clients that get hundreds of emails or, or messages on WhatsApp. He helps you automate those. Hoping to double revenue this year. Four customers today pay 50 bucks a month for that RPA to which he's hoping to scale. Hector, thanks for taking us to the top. Thank you.